Welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. This is Reggie Etheridge welcoming you to the radio program for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring what God is doing in the hearts and lives of coaches and athletes in Idaho. Now, here are your hosts. Well, hey, folks, welcome to the Heart of the Athlete, the local FCA radio show here on KBXL 94.1 FM, The Voice. I'm Ken Lewis on staff with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, and our guest today on Heart of the Athlete is Dan Castledine. Dan, welcome to Heart of the Athlete. Thanks for having me, Ken. I'm, uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Well, it's great to have you involved with FCA, and I know we're going to talk a lot about that today, and and uh, just love the fact that you've uh, you've been at ca- you've volunteered at camps, and now you're now you're coming on staff with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. So, how's that feel? It is a. It's definitely not. If if I had looked at it from three years ago or four years ago and said, told myself that this is what I'd be doing, I, I would never believe myself. But I am. Uh, I'm so stoked. It's gonna be. It's gonna be really cool. I think the Lord's gonna move in a lot of special ways. Wow, that's cool. Well, folks, I'm sure you're eager to hear the rest of this story. How how Dan has come on staff with FCA and. But uh, we want to talk about a few things, some just some events coming up that FCA's got going on, and then in one of the events, I know we just got done uh, doing a Fields of Faith rally uh, over there in Ontario and uh, all those Oregon and Idaho border schools, and just a tremendous time of some great testimonies of students, and it was a great rally. About 350 to 400 people showed up at that, so we're super excited about that. And and then also we've got our FC Idaho Marriage uh, Conference weekend is going to be up in McCall the second weekend of November, November 10, 11, and 12. And you can get more information on our website at fcaidaho.org. And uh, that's for, it's a, it's a marriage couples weekend. And it's called actually Couples and Coaches Timeout. And so we're, we're super excited about hosting that. And I know, Dan, you're, you're kind of newly married, right? You've been yep. married a couple years, right? Yep. And you got a, a, you have a new, uh, have a child now. So we do, we do. He is, uh, he will be three, he'll be a month on Friday, a little ever. So, uh, that's been a, a joy to have that. The crying is a little, it, it, it brings a little bit of worry because I, I look after him, but it's, it's, it's a good kind of noise that's new to the house. So right. that's cool. Yeah, it always, it's always always a challenge trying to figure out what what is the, what's the cause of that, and uh, you know they're trying to communicate. So right, right. Well, cool. Well, so yes, yeah, so we've got the the couples and the coaches timeout in November 10, 11, 12. and then also looking even further ahead, we have our FCA bowl breakfast at the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, which would be on Friday, December twenty second. So. Man, it's hard to believe it's fall already, and it's starting to feel like that, isn't it, Dan? Out there, yeah, it's uh, the breeze is getting a little, <laughs> little colder and colder. I gotta start wearing a sweatshirt. <laughs> yeah, well, folks, you can get more information at fcaidaho.org. Well, Dan, you um, want to talk a little bit about just you know for you growing up, and I know uh, you know where you grew up, and and uh, what sports? How did you get involved in sports as a kid? Well, uh, born and raised here in, in Nampa and Boise, along with my dad. But I, man, I grew up football, baseball, basketball were kind of the main. Those are kind of the big three for me. And especially later on, pressing into, into high school, football and, and baseball were kind of my. At least those are the sports that I was best at. Basketball, I, I kind of played, but I, I definitely was not <laughs> was not as good as, at basketball. But yeah, football and, and baseball played a, a pretty big role in my life for man a, a number of years. Mm-hmm. But 
Well, and your dad, your dad was a, an athlete, a college athlete. You know, he competed in high school. He, your dad played basketball and baseball, right? Mm-hmm. He played he, football too? No, he well, he played football up to, through his uh, middle school or so, uh, junior high. And then he played baseball and basketball. And then in college, played baseball at Mount Vernon and, and in your NNC at the time. And then I also played golf. Uh, as well mm-hmm. so that was yeah. that was a uh, that was kind of his athletic history what about your mom did she do any sports she was not a, a big sports gal in high school she played a couple of sports mm-hmm. but uh, other than that she uh, she never really had an interest in in going on afterwards and, and pursuing a scholarship or playing mm-hmm. anywhere after that so that yeah. was kind of it for her so in high school for you you competed your freshman year in football mm-hmm. and then and baseball as well mm-hmm. yeah freshman year i played uh i did that big three football baseball basketball um, with football being more of the kind of the emphasis that mm-hmm. or the, I I love football the most of the time, so right. that was kind of my 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 main focus. Mm-hmm. And then you didn't play football your your sophomore junior year. Yeah, it was man. It was um, I had an injury, an elbow injury, actually my freshman year playing quarterback, and after kind of a the injury and then that combined with kind of a negative experience with with some coaching and stuff. I decided to walk away from football mm-hmm. my the next two years, so sophomore and junior year. So then it was then it was just baseball and and uh, and basketball, and mm-hmm. it was and it was no more football. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then and then uh, that's where uh, that's where kind of senior year came in. Yeah, what positions did you play in baseball? Baseball, I played out. I loved outfield the most. I played center field and outfield, so that was really fun. And then. I pitched a little bit, um, and if and if uh, if we were short, I, I played third base. I grew up playing third base up until high school, and then I think because of my speed and my my arm, I grew into outfield, and then I just I never looked back. I loved outfield. Oh, that's cool. And what about football? What position in football? Football grew up well. My or my early years in the PAL years, I played linebacker as a <laughs> this is a little as a little <laughs> hard hitting dude. <laughs> but um, after that, it was I moved into quarterback, which I played through. My freshman year of high school, and then on the defensive side of the ball, safety, and uh, and um, I grew out of linebacker as the as the kids got bigger. I didn't really, as far as muscle wise, I didn't get that much bigger. So it was uh, I left that up to the to the guys who hit a little harder than I do. Uh huh. But yeah, quarterback was was kind of my my focus, and then and then a little bit of wide receiver my senior year. Wow, that's cool. Well, and then you had a little bit of interest. It, it sounds like you know the play beyond high school and mm-hmm. play football but you you kind of were looking to do something different yeah i i had several scholarship opportunities to go continue and play at different different high level schools a couple division one schools and and whatnot and i man it was after i it was after i moved into my first couple of days at college and i just kind of realized i felt this calling that or felt this this draw from the Lord that kind of was telling me that I really wasn't where I was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was kind of where I made the turn and, and, uh, and really decided to step away from football, which is really hard, but it, it what that's led to and what it's produced has been a several, several years of a really strong foundation that Christ has built within me, um, mm-hmm. to follow him and to pursue him, which has led me to FCA. Yeah, that's really cool. Well, let's go back a little bit too. you know, how did you, you know, what was it that where you turned your life over to Christ? You know, what was it that, you know, how you how you became a Christian? I think for me, it's it's a the story is a little typical just because I feel like most young men especially want to have that confidence in themselves that they have their life kind of planned out and they know where they're going and they know what they're doing. And for me, it was it came more out of an insecurity because I, especially when the football scholarship started coming in, 
and I had felt this, this, I had this, I don't know, this draw from the Lord that was kind of telling me that I, I, I kind of, I sort of knew that I wasn't going to play football, but I didn't mm-hmm. know where it was, where I was going to be or what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I feel like I kind of put on this facade of, of trying to be confident and trying to portray that I had everything in my life under control and I knew where I was going and I knew what I was doing. And it wasn't until that that day that I, I finally kind of knew or and told myself, okay, I'm stepping away from football for good. And the only thing I can do now is just place my faith completely mm-hmm. in the Lord, knowing that or trusting and hoping that he's going to provide and that he's going to pave my, my, my path for me. And uh, that was really where I kind of began to see that my, my need, a, a really strong need for Christ and a need for his leadership mm-hmm. um, and the strength that only he provides. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's um, this whole thing of getting our identity through what we do. It could be sports or it could be our job or what our status in whatever neighborhood or life. But it's easy sometimes in sports to do that. And, uh, and you know, the Lord, he wants our worship right. to him. And, uh, and you know, even even as a fan, you know, I, we can we can become – so fanatical about a a sport or whatever it could be a hobby right it could be a lot of different things where we put our where it's almost our worship is going towards to that thing the creation rather yeah. than the creator right and it, how, how did you i mean did you it sounds like you kind of experienced that t- as well right yeah i i in my not so much in my early years of high school my freshman year with football being my main sport by the time i got to be a senior and then these scholarships came in man i when i look back on it i i just can totally tell that my my focus and my my drive was not biblically it was not based Mm -hmm. on my relationship with god and my um my desire to spread the gospel which is ultimately why i think the lord pulled me away from it and saved me from it Mm because i i do i do not have the confidence that i would be where i'm at with the lord today if i had continued down that path of pursuing football because i I was naturally kind of a, 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 a more proud athlete in my ability to perform and to be good at the sport I played. So that was yeah. that was definitely difficult. Yeah. Wow. Well, so so then you you ended up going to Colorado Christian mm-hmm. with and tell us a little bit about that and what what spurred you to go to to Denver to it's it's CCU right right yeah Colorado Christian it's in uh, it's in Lakewood which is I mean it's a five minute drive from Lakewood to downtown Denver so it's pretty close in that in that aspect but yeah my i had an older brother and my now wife her brother also went to ccu together because they were buddies and when i had felt this calling away from football i was kind of i'm reaching at straws or drawn for straws trying to figure (laughs) out where to go and, and how to follow the lord and i figured what better way to do that than to than to dive into a um a christian a soundly christian based college that offers all the the theology the philosophy those uh-huh. all those courses and just another way to surround myself with not only god's word in a schooling kind of aspect but with kids with other guys that and, yeah. and students that are pursuing the lord and, and are at a christian college hmm. so you finished up with a degree in and was it business uh-huh. there? yep with the with and the opportunity or, or at least some ideas of maybe getting involved in ministry but how, how did all that because you where were you? Where were you? Where were you headed prior to getting involved with us with SCA? Yeah, well, I out of coming back from college, I got married after my first couple of years, and then from there, just as a 
to provide for my wife and I, I jumped into construction and I had, I had done some construction jobs before and worked for some guys that, that I had known. Um, and I loved it. So I jumped into framing houses and I, I framed houses for, uh, for a little while. And that was kind of where I thought, I mean, one, if you, a lot of the guys that own their own small businesses, they, there's an opportunity to make some good money. And especially with the housing market here, and maybe um, be a builder. Then. Yeah. And be a builder or a contractor mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Um, any of those things. That was kind of what my, my intention was and kind of where I saw myself going before this call of ministry. Yeah. Well, and you had a, there was a, a little injury that you, <laughs> you uh, took on that, yeah. you, that happened to you about a year ago. Yeah. Little um, is one, one way to put it. Yeah. And by the way, folks, if you just join us here today on Heart of the Athlete, visiting with Dan Castledine, who has just come on staff with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes and is serving as a Canyon County area rep, that's the Napa Caldwell area, as an area rep, being working in our schools and stuff. And we want to talk about that. But hey, let's go back to this. Because this accident is a, has, has a little bit to do with this story, right? Yeah. So it was it was just over a year ago. It was September 29th when the accident actually happened. Um, September 29th of 2022. I was in. I was framing a house in Wilder, and we were just doing routine stuff. And I was up on top of the roof doing doing stuff that I was had done on a day to day basis that I was totally used to. And by freak accident, I I managed. It, it sounds more like I did it on purpose, but it really was an accident. Um, I managed to shoot a framing nail just below my left eye that went through my through the through the base of my eye, through the top of my eye, and then um, about an inch of it was in was into my um, the frontal part of my brain. Wow! So that was um, that was pretty traumatic. It was a uh, luckily I didn't pass out. I didn't fall off the roof. And because of the swelling in my cheek, I couldn't, you couldn't really see the head of the nail. So I had no idea it was in there until. Uh, so the head of the nail kind of got buried. Yeah. Going straight up. Yep. Straight up. And I've seen the x-ray. Yeah. The, the x-ray of this folks is, is, is crazy. I mean, it looks like, like. It looks like a little bit of sci-fi or something, out of, something straight yeah, out of a movie. Or, or something that I've seen out of like people that were mining and they're an explosion of, you know, something went wrong and had the spike or a nail it went through their, their right. school yeah so that was um that was yeah and it wasn't until about two hours after that i had found out there was a nail in there or nail in my head so it was uh yeah it was a it was a pretty crazy experience again i the only reason i am still here is because of the lord the lord was just faithful and and on that particular day in that particular setting had his hand protection over me and was just watching over me and that was that's kind of the start of my of what I would consider my call to ministry or yeah. my immediate call to ministry. Yeah, it's a real miracle that you survived all that. Yeah, and our you know your vision is fine. Yeah, you know, and the, so the Lord really protected you, protected your eye, protected your sinuses, like you said, and your brain. Yeah, oh, that's amazing. So you said this this kind of kind of help maybe help focus and funnel you mm-hmm. to ministry. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so towards the end of my framing, or towards the uh, the latter part of before the accident happened, I had kind of these doubts in my head about where I was at and what I was doing, and and if I would do this for the rest of my career and mm-hmm. how I w- would continue to provide. So I had these doubts, and then bam, this accident happens, and um, as the weeks kind of went on, as I recovered, um, thankfully from it, I I found myself 
realizing that this is an opportunity just to quiet my soul to really dive into God's word and wow. just and just say, okay, God, I wow. I feel like this construct this construction thing may not be where you want me to be, and so I uh, what I did I just I just every morning when I got up and read and I prayed, I just asked the Lord to make it black and white to make it super clear to me that. Uh, wherever he's calling me to would be uh, visible, and, and mm-hmm. then I would understand it and, and mm-hmm. see the call. Wow! Yeah. Did you have any other experiences earlier? Maybe a mission trip, or you know, short term or long term, or maybe some just some service kinds of things that you and your church were doing, or your family, that were you just where the Lord was kind of like speaking to you on 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 that prior to this? Yeah, I I have had several opportunities to to serve with younger athletes and younger students. Um, in school and especially in the sports kind of aspect, um, I just found myself in, in all those times that I was I was growing and fostering these relationships with with younger guys that I could understand and I could relate with on a certain level. There was this certain there was this level of of satisfaction that came with knowing okay I have an, I have some degree of influence on a younger generation or, or more guys that I can relate to because I, under, I understand what they're going through. Mm-hmm. But then God using that and my my ability to, to again, just to relate with them, I think God yeah. just used in a really special way. And so stuff like FCA camp, as, a, as an athlete, as a camper going for three or four years and looking up to those huddle leaders and going, man, I and again, I remember being at the camp and uh, I had a couple hundred. This leaders. is the big camp, the, yeah. the end of the end of June, the regional camp you're yeah, talking the, about here. Yeah, the Pacific Northwest camp at NNU. A couple hundred leaders. Daniel was one of them, and then uh, Daniel Barth, and then oh, yeah. a, a couple other guys that, and Caleb Wilkins. That I just remember, man, if I could do that or be the, be a Caleb Wilkins for another Dan Castledine, like I would do that in a heartbeat, or that would be something that I would totally want to do. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's great. Well, so so I guess to fast forward to last spring. I had breakfast with your dad, and we had a great time reconnecting. He and I know each other from college, and went to Alaska together one one summer. And uh, we traveled up there. He actually worked at a different location than mm-hmm. we did, but we. And then, of course, I've always known your dad, and just really respected your dad, you know, and just his time there in Nampa and in you. But so. You you get excited about the opportunity to come, like you were just talking, to be a huddle leader at camp. I remember we started talking about that. And and so you got to do that this last summer, and you had a huddle. You know, we don't have a lot of married individuals that come and, you know, leave their spouse and come be with a bunch of junior high or high school kids all week at camp and, and stay on campus there. And so tell me a little bit about that and what God was doing in your heart as uh, as you – Wanted to come serve at camp and and do that, you know, like you just you just described. What what did God do in your in your heart during that time? I think the the number one thing that comes to mind is I think God just opened my eyes to to be able to visibly see that he's that he is still totally alive and totally at work. I feel like a I've mentioned doubt a couple times, but I feel like doubt has played a, a kind of a bigger role in my life and and kind of my growing up and so for a lot of times if i again i said it earlier i said black and white i've got to have stuff black and white Mm -hmm. so when i don't see stuff or don't read stuff that i feel like directly targets me it's hard for me to understand Mm -hmm. and i think god totally just used fca camp to open my eyes to get to sit back and not be the camper but be the huddle leader and have god use me to again relate to younger guys in a sport 
Um, but again, to sit back and just watch God work, watch God turn souls around and, and soften hearts and reveal his scripture to and the work that Jesus Christ has done to to athletes and kids. And it was yeah. it was just the most rewarding, satisfying thing I could have it, yeah. up to date. It's it, that is the most rewarding thing I've ever done. Wow, that's cool. It's like you were designed to do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Purpose. Yep. Well, that's so cool. Well, um, you know, we've got a couple of minutes left here, Dan, in our program today, but I wanted to wanted to just dive into something here with you, and that is, you know, you're gonna get an opportunity to to work with young people, you know, work with junior hires, work with high schoolers that wanna lead an FCA ministry on their campus or, or some coaches at a particular school. I know uh, we were visiting with a coach earlier today, you know, who's a, a, you know, an advisor and, a, you know, stepping out and having FCA in his classroom. What excites you about being a part of the, you know, the, the ministry and, and, and the kingdom of God with working with young people and, and having them, helping them do this, like at their school and, and get involved in other camps and things like that. Man, I I think I think the way our the direction our world is headed and the direction our society is yeah. headed, I think the first thing people think oftentimes is fear. But I think us as as Bible believing, Jesus following Christians, we have such a unique opportunity to stand and to be yeah. uh, to stand firm and to yeah. stand boldly in in what we believe and how we how we feel um, and know that God has called us and has God has called the world to follow Him and so getting to getting to work with athletes and coaches in schools and out of schools I think is just such a unique opportunity to again to 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 equip and to empower coaches and athletes with the strength and the and the tools necessary to to just spread the gospel like wildfire. Yeah. yeah, like you said, I mean, if people look at our world and you could, you know, if you spend some time, you know, a few minutes maybe looking at the news here and there, and even now all the things going on in Israel, you can get really discouraged yeah. and think that, you know, man, we're behind, we're losing. But man, what what a what a great mission that God has put before us, you know, with FCA and and to help these young people be leaders in their school and bring the gospel right you know you know i was working with some some leaders at, uh, over at fairmont junior high this week you know teaching them how to share the gospel and and how and, and bringing cl- and helping them have clarity on what the gospel is but here they are you know meeting seven in the morning and trying to get better as a leader yeah. to go to go do ministry on their campus i mean so what a great adventure god has you on and has us on huh Dan? yeah it's exciting, huh? Yeah, it's it is uh it's such a such a again unique and amazing opportunity and uh just a gift that I get to do this as a job yeah. and I get to do this on a daily basis and to mm-hmm. um again work work as a as a kingdom worker. Yeah. Well, we're I know we're super excited and and super grateful to all the how God has used the people, you know, supporters, friends, relatives in mm-hmm. your life to 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 help support you. So, hey, so real quickly your favorite verse and why man after i it, it wasn't until i read this book over again uh, in galatians but when i stumbled upon galatians 2:20 when paul's addressing the church in galatia in verse 20 paul says 
I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. In the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, mm-hmm. who loved me and gave himself for me. And I, I just can't imagine a better verse to live by, just to, to say, to and, and to strive to live by that, because that's not an easy, that's not an easy task to say that, to, to say that I'm giving up to my flesh, I'm, I'm allowing God to work in and through me, and I love God because He loved me first, hmm. and that He gave His only Son for me. Yeah. So for me, that's just a, that just hits home. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, that's life giving. That's hope. Yep. True hope yep. in Jesus. Well, Dan, hey, it's been great to have you on Heart of the Athlete today. Thank you for taking the time to be here, and uh, I I know our we're excited about having you on staff and working in the Canyon County area. So, folks, if you um, want to get in touch with Dan and interested in getting involved in ministry over there in Canyon County, you can go to fcaidaho.org and uh, get in contact with Dan Castledine. So, well, thanks again, Dan. Sweet. Thanks, Ken. Thanks for listening today. If you are interested in getting involved with FCA or would like to donate to the FCA ministry, you can contact us through the FCA Idaho website at fcaidaho.org. Join us next week for The Heart of the Athlete, a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Idaho and KBXL, The Voice. Yeah.